So ever since the 80s. Ever since the 80s, when Reagan busted the unions, employers have looked at nickel and diming employees finding ways to steal wages, to say, you have to be here and available eight hours a day, but we're only going to pay you for 45 minutes out of that hour. It's called because cutting costs. we're going to find a way, right? We're going to find a way to nickel and dime you down mm-hmm. to chip away at your slave wages, hourly wage, while we pay CEOs the grossest amount possible. And make great profits off it. And they rip in, right, more productivity value for the shareholders while just chipping away wage theft to the workers over and over and over. And now that this whole work from home Mm. situation has blown up, you find these employers that feel perfectly fine to say, you have to be online and available and let us use tracking software mm-hmm. to randomly take pictures with your computer. Yeah, that's not skeevy and intrusive and anti-American at all. Sarcasm alert for those of you sarcasm deficient. And you have to clock in as a worker and spend eight hours only doing their shit but then they want to only, like, if you're only on what they clock as a call for 20 minutes out of that hour, they only pay you for those 20 minutes. They don't pay you for the rest of the hour. Yeah. Like, it's bullshit. I can go do something else with that time. I'm never getting that time back. No, you need to be on call for that time and not get right. paid for it. And it's like commuting. Right. You can drive here for an hour and back home and we won't pay you for that because why would we? And it's just unfucking believable. Honestly, you know, American business needs to get its head out of its ass. You want to cut costs, cut a billion dollars off of CEO payroll. In fact, cut 60% of your CEOs. Just get rid of them. Mm-hmm. What are they doing? Nothing. They're sitting behind fat desks jerking off and sexually assaulting their assistants. We pay millions of dollars to recruit top talent <clears throat> to bring our company into a more profitable situation. Amazon pays millions of dollars to anti-union consultants yep. to do anti-union lobbying so they can steal wages from their workers. Well, that's better than paying this the union those wages that fun. trickle down to the employees. And make happier, more productive employees that make your company better. We can't have that. We need them scared what and on their toes. Needs to that's how productivity illegal. works in American workforce. Except it's not. I know. It got you by the barrel no more. And then they no cry, more. we can't find any good workers. Wah, wah, wah. But don't go to a union. Why do, why do people want to be unionized? The union will be we worse. We just want to steal your life, steal your time, and steal your wages. Be a good slave, said the Republicans as they oh, exited yes. the chamber, as Katanji Brown-Jackson was confirmed, those fuckers. Mm-hmm. It's all the same bullshit. Yes. Well, if you have a racist grandfather who had a, <laughs> who had a racist, Mine are dead. racist father and grandfathers, white, going way back, who bemoaned the ending of slavery, bemoaned the end of you segregation, and basically have been told 
and it's been passed down from white man to Lindsay white Graham. man to white man for generations. Oh, I'm sorry, Lindsey Graham that isn't a man. He is not a man. There's not a lot of <laughs> men actually on that particular side. <coughs> I love what Prof G calls the whiny little bitches. That was Bill Maher. No, Prof G says it too. I think he stole it from Bill Maher. He steals everything. And he admits to it. Who, Prof G? Yes. He's, he's a plagiarist? <laughs> Everything that I say has been said before. I just say it better. That's his whole shit. Oh, well, that's not plagiarism. <laughs> that's, but he's good. That's what everyone's been He's doing an echo chamber that gets paid since. for echoing chambers. Yeah. Echo the chamber. So send us your dollars, kids. We'll make your life better. Said who? Everyone. All the fundraising emails that you get. Yeah, if we took all the money fundraising just for politics in this country, we would have a surplus supply of universal health care dollars to cover every American and anybody who trips over our border. That's how much money is going into politics, keeping things like that from happening. True. It's absurd. And if we ban billionaires, you get a billion dollars... That's the cap. Anything over a billion goes into the universal health care, all-American patriotic health fund. You call it something that they can't tear it down. That you're against the patriotic universal health care that covers all Americans equally? Wow. Oh, what a dick. You think fucking McConnell won't find a way to... Oh, blah, 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 we need that? poor people to oh, die. Blah, There's blah, too blah, many blah, Americans. Blah, blah, blah. But um, don't quote me on that. But I want to live forever like an endlessly blood-sucking tick, yes. sucking up the lifeblood of America. Yes. And we're going to vote to restrict like any tick. abortion, but then we're going to kill people who are mentally challenged. This is the Oklahoma stance. They just killed a man, and it turned out to be torture because they botched the oh, chemical cocktail that. They've been doing again, that well, saying, since 2017. Again. And then they're like, but if you're raped, you got to have that little rape, baby. <laughs> and Welcome give your to Oklahoma. rapist parental rights. Right. Your rapist has more rights than you as a woman in Oklahoma. Yeah. Welcome back in time. That's very Christian. And they can be your cousin or fuck. It could be your brother. It could be your uncle. It could be your dad. We don't care. Have that baby. But don't worry if it's genetically deficient and mm -hmm. mentally defective, we'll execute it. Yep. If it commits a crime, then we'll After murder that motherfucker. It's grown. Yeah. If they cross us in any way, we'll kill them. That's <laughs> so that's up. Where are you from, honey? You're hell. Home state. Oh my god. I used to think Pennsylvania was hell, but Well, when we stopped trying to kill ourselves with drugs and we got out, that was uh, saving grace. Well, that's a good thing. But not the, everyone gets that out the royal alive. We? That's, that's many of us. The royal. Many we. of us that have survived, but I knew too many who didn't. And left Oklahoma. Yep. But it's not Oklahoma. I left it's, it spiritually. It's, it's the fucking, like it's, you said, it's, it's the Midwest this, and South. They're it's just the stuck whole in the craw. Yeah, it's the whole red state. They don't want to be taught looking backwards history. They don't want to be taught right. proper grammar. They don't want to be taught how to be a gentleman or how to be a decent person. They want all that basically not just banned. It doesn't exist. Trans people don't exist. But if you ask them, they'll all say, oh, yes, I'm a good Christian. Right. 
I read the Bible. And we don't like cancel culture, but we want to cancel every one of these progressive progress being made actions because we're scared of change in the future. That's that's their motto. I was in it. I was like cheering that on from the sidelines as a 15-year-old prepubescent virgin going, yay, this is my party. This sounds wow. great. Let's kick it over, knock it down, and burn it to the ground. That's the American fucking way. And then I turned 18 and got a real whiff of what that type of mentality does to yourself for thinking right. those thoughts and the group of people you surround yourself with that believe that nonsense and the hypocrisy of right. it all. When did you realize like the lie that they were telling you that you were going to be in that special top club and that's why all the repression was a good thing. When did you realize that that wasn't true? That you were actually down there with the economically repressed and they weren't going to let you up because well, you weren't born into the club. No, actually, that was part of the programming. This is what's so messed up is that they convince you if you're not in this elite echelon of people who are born into wealth, you're convinced that one day you could be, so right. therefore taxes are bad. And, right. and the person next to you who's on the same level as you but may look a bit different is the enemy who's causing all your pain. Right. That's the group that I was in that they taught that that was. And when right. I realized so that lie... You, when did you see through it? When, when I started to meet brown people. How there old, are a few in Oklahoma. How old were you? Somewhere between 14 and 16. I started to get more friends as I realized all the white guys were bullies and assholes and I did not want to be in that and I wouldn't and I couldn't anyway because I was being bullied by them as well. Right. I noticed, oh, well, these people are decent. And when I was in a car with a friend cruising down the street as we do in the day. White friend or black friend? We were about to find out. And he rolls down the window and there's a group of black people in the car next to us and he just screams the n-word at them oh and that kind of guy starts just going and i'm like freaking out like what is happening and then they're looking at me like i'm with this guy because i'm driving and i'm like that's when it really hit me that this is not just toxic and bad thinking this is dangerous Right. I mean, these people could kill me just for being associated with this yeah, guy. You don't at least know I thought. At Even though they're less traffic. likely to kill us, he's more likely to kill them. And his dad was a cop. And this was the yeah. problem. His dad believed these trail of lies. He was a desk cop, but he's still a prejudice. And I'm sure a lot mm -hmm. of people became victims of his racist attitude. And right. I'm sure Derek is a cop now, if he's not dead. If that's his real name. Well, that was his name when he was 15. Oh, was he going to come after me? Tulsa well, Police Department doesn't have that much reach. But yeah, that was the moment. If there's a moment where it was just crystalline, that these were, oh, people just say this, and maybe we're just saying rap song lyrics. And that's when it was really like, oh, this is a deeply held, bad, toxic belief system. Right. That... I don't want to be associated with and I had trouble well, that being leads friends. To that kind of behavior. And like, I was that's like, why the no. belief system is dangerous. It's yeah. because, not just because you it, like you can believe something well, I could have gone abstractly with it. and it's not a problem. But if you take it into assault, if mm -hmm. you take it into action, then there's 
consequences. Yeah. You know, and we live like this is a law, right? The law of entropy, the law of cause and effect, the natural laws of the universe, the things that govern our existence, not what we call laws. Like what's called a law in this country is an ordinance. It's a rule. And if no one sees you breaking the rule, I believe the phrase in my playground was no cop, no crime. Mm. <laughs> that's the neighborhood I grew up in. And that's basically true. I mean, the there are lawyers that have actually said this to my face, that no law is a law until a judge has ruled on it. And then even as we see with all this nonsense laws. going up like the GOP court packing that now they're all crying foul that we're aware of and going to counter it, mm -hmm. saying, oh, no, no. no you you're going to court pack. You can't do what we did because we were busy stealing the system and we're only three quarters of the way done. Yeah. You're interrupting our coup early. Don't elect a fucking moron next time. Not that any of them are going to take political advice from me. Thank God, because I teach them how to win. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing there are there are legal statutes that are only governable to the extent that they're witnessed and there we have the overreach of the surveillance state and the police state because the law wants to witness if you're breaking it but that has to be reined in because it ends up in where Russia is today, where Hong Kong is today, where the surveillance state gets to do whatever the fuck it wants and you have no autonomous rights, which is the opposite of what this country was founded on. Mm -hmm. And then you have the natural laws that are immutable that are unconcerned with yours or anybody else's opinion about their function because they're going to keep functioning. Mm -hmm. You throw a Republican and a Democrat out of an airplane, mm -hmm. they're both going to plummet to the earth at exactly the same rate. Gravity is not going to make a political distinction. You throw the Pope and Charles Manson out of the plane, they are going to plummet to the earth at exactly the same rate Gravity is not going to make a moral distinction. The Pope's a little heavier, so let me hit first. Nope, same rate. It doesn't oh, matter. This was, if you had a basic energy. working of physics <laughs> and were a science nerd like me, you'd understand this. So the fat one doesn't but, hit first. Because hmm, it's heavier. No. So mass doesn't Given matter when gravity is over. You ha the variable is aerodynamics. Oh. And that's what that's what's fucking you up. That's what fucks up most people. Because the 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 extremist physics problem that they throw at you is like the rate of a penny falling and yeah. the rate of a feather falling. And you think there's no way it's the same what rate. What about a 10-pound weight and a 100-pound weight? You think they would have different right. drops, no? See, you're mistaking rate for speed. Uh -huh. Right. So, if you, if with all other operant conditions being equal, gravity is going to pull an object to the Earth at exactly the same rate, which will equal exactly the same speed. But if you drop a penny and a feather, hit at different times. They will hit at different <laughs> speeds, but they will have fallen at the same rate. 
because gravity makes no distinction. So, right, if the Pope has a parachute and Charlie Manson has a brick tied to his ankles, yes, they're going to land very differently, but that's a matter of aerodynamics, not gravity. Gravity hasn't ceased its action on that object. That object has asserted another immutable natural law to counter the effects of gravity. So where does this affect us personally, right? When people feel they are protected or shielded or given immunity by the law, whatever law that is, they think that they've made up in their heads, then they are emboldened to take action. Or when they're emboldened by a despot or a wannabe little TV tyrant, like baby Trumpy man, to consider themselves excused from the bindings of the law. Lock her up, but you can't lock me up. Right. (laughs) Wait, wait, what? America. Then you are free and tempted to put your beliefs into action. If those beliefs are toxic and violent, it leads to toxic and violent actions. But the mistake for every individual that does that is there is a natural law of consequences. Mm -hmm. It's part of nature. You take an action, there's a consequence. It leaves a mark on you. Regardless of whether or not the laws of man written down in a book Mm -hmm. witness it or punish it in any way. What about my instance of that example where I realized that this person's behavior didn't align with my values, as it were. It was more like, and this is not a way to treat other people moment. Laws didn't matter in that moment. It was all morality or right. ethical behavior. Right, because you felt it instinctively that right. there were consequences. Because there was nothing illegal about what he was doing and saying. Screaming right. at people and calling them the N-word wasn't illegal. still isn't, unfortunately, but hey, right. I knew it was wrong. I didn't want to be associated with it. And since he was my only friend, I was willing to kick him to the curb and go hop in that other car with them and smoke that joint. And that's what I ended up doing. And guess what? Having a better time, being around better not people. Not with those exact people. Not with those exact people. Later. But Within a year, I was in that type of situation versus the screaming asshole white supremacist that I found out. But that's because you, that was the consequence of him taking that action. He lost you as a friend. Right. It wasn't a legal thing. It was a friendship, loyalty, morality. It was the consequence of him taking an action. There is action and reaction in the physical universe. Right. Without it, this thing called life doesn't work. It's not functional. It's what we label a dead thing. Non-movement is one of the characteristics of non-life. He took an action that he felt in his belief system was 
appropriate and somehow called for, as insane as that sounds, <laughs> yeah, right? Like, yeah. it, you can't even go that tell far these around people the corner. That they're wrong and uh, right, go that back they're to wrong Africa. for existing. Like, <laughs> somehow in his twisted belief system, he's processing his personal angst and pain at life into mm-hmm. this hatred speech. And then the unintended consequence was he lost you as a friend. I slowed down the car and pulled over and told him to get out. And he did not understand what was happening. Good. He was like... He experienced an instant consequence for mm -hmm. his action. I told him, do not do that. That was totally uncalled for. Who the hell do you think you are? And what is wrong with these people? And he went in a tirade of how black people this and that and the other. And I was just like... I don't know any of that to right. be true, first and of all. And it just them. doesn't sound yeah. right. And you don't sound authentic. You sound like you're repeating something that was told to you. You haven't had an experience. And then he told me that he got his ass kicked by a bunch of black people once. For after like calling that? them a bunch right? of words. <laughs> and I said, your cause and effect are your fault. Right. You created the circumstances Got your ass kicked for it and then go, well, look, I was right. And I'm like, you're a fucking Republican. Because that's exactly what they do. Government is bad and doesn't do anything right. So let's get elected, go in there, kick everything over, do everything poorly, and then go, look, and then we were right. See, government doesn't work. Look, we proved our point by being insurrectionist terrorists and against America and its core and now they're mad they're being sued to be kept off the ballot. And they're mad that they're being investigated at all for their crimes. I've been asking since 2008 and the Tea Party, right? Why is it okay for avowed traitors who their stance is they are against the government functioning and anti-patriotic in that stance, Mm -hmm. why are they even allowed to hold that job? Like, if I want to work for AT&T and I go into the job interview and say, I hate telephones and it is my singular mission in life to make sure no phone company meets its goals, functions efficiently, or shows a profit on its bottom line, give me a job for life. Nope. With executive pay, mm-hmm. 100% deluxe Cadillac level health insurance. And legal immunity. Somehow. And legal immunity for <laughs> anything I do. And if I do cause it to access crumble, to I'm free from dark harm. money. Do you think ATT is going to be, oh, yeah, sure. That's exactly what we were looking for. No. And that's the irony is they right? same assholes want the country to run like a company. The Company of America would not hire you right. folks. Not one single bit. And the voters of America did not hire them back no. this fall and are not going to hire them back in the coming fall. This fall. Two falls ago. I was say, two you've already seen ago. the future, thank God. Well, I am a little bit from the future. Well, you see the... the if you study physics long enough, you, like... A strange thing happens where you can see outside the time. Well, yeah, I can see within this time because what happened in 2020 and what happened in 2016, you can see it. They were dead wrong about Hillary Clinton being the guaranteed winner. And then they were like, oh my God, 
we were so wrong. And now they're like, oh, well, the Republicans are just going to take over in November. That's a done deal. We know it happens every time when those times are fucking over. The oh, pandemic yeah. has just added fuel to the progressive movement to go, and you know what? We can't sit in the elections out anymore. I'm sorry. I think enough of America, the 8 million surplus that showed up in favor of Joe Biden. 8 million more people voted for Joe Biden and against Donald Trump. Right. And those people have gotten a breath of what returning to a functioning government feels like and needs to be in a time of crisis. Mm -hmm. And here we are with the very fucking crisis Mm -hmm. that personally, you know, looking at the playbook, I think this shit show in Ukraine was planned for Trump's second presidency. (laughs) It was going to be his excuse to pull America out of NATO. Right. And let Europe fall. destroy Europe. Yes. (laughs) And let Europe fall to the onslaught of the Soviet Union Mm -hmm. and join forces with China and become the new authoritarian axis of evil. Mm -hmm. And when Trump couldn't get the job done Mm -hmm. in the U.S. because Trump has never gotten the job done ever in his entire sad pathetic existence just ask any of his prior lovers all of them (laughs) never got the job previous employees all of his failed businesses every single one failure anything that got done was gotten done by somebody else (laughs) so he failed at this as well change his name back to drum never changed Mm. kerplunk and you know Vlad has been drinking his own Kool-Aid for so long that he, what do you say? You know, he was like, well, I'm going to pull the trigger on this anyway. Yeah. We've done enough damage to NATO. This should all crumble just like uh, I have been told by my top staff and I visualize every night with my law of attraction book. And And now we're going to make it happen. The one thing (laughs) that I think the way there's a, a ground in the schism in the Republican Party and in the schism of the Republican voters, you know, as the cult has diminished in its influence, you know, and I'll tell you what, I will stab Elon Musk in the eye with a fork if he lets Trump back on Twitter. Mm -hmm. I will do it. Mm -hmm. It will fucking happen. Have you ever seen me break my word? No. So there you go. It's a promise, not a threat. I will happily serve the time. Mm -hmm. Well, you'll probably be applauded on Twitter, ironically. (laughs) (laughs) I swear to God. You're the first person to get the most support on Twitter ever. That is still the biggest threat to... This being, instead of us reclaiming our fucking democracy from this internal, bastardized, poisoned, cancerous branch in the GOP that's got to go. Mumbai. You can't be a traitor and have positions of access and authority inside the government that you are avowed against. That makes you an enemy of the state. Enemies. And... All these patriotic doofuses wrapped up in flags should probably know that already. 
right? Just goes to show your wardrobe is not actually an indication of your worth. And then the, the sports mentality where they're strangely all American for America, wrapped up in America. We love America, best country ever, but our government but sucks. But let's just destroy the federal government and <laughs> everything about the country and that our makes government. it good. Our government because for the people, by the people. identity politics, oh, you know, because we have to stop the onslaught of the brown people. Well, they're not like, saying that blatantly. But well, that, they fair. are saying it blatantly. That since Trump, they have been saying it blatantly. Charlottesville, mm. the fucking Proud Boys, the Patriot wankers, who the fuck they all are. Two of them got acquitted in Michigan today. Okay. Yes! Hmm. Hung jury. Because they couldn't, couldn't decide, decide if the government had entrapped them into the hateful plot that they came up with, they recruited for, they rehearsed, they practiced for, to kidnap and they kill the armed governor. for. Right. And they're off the hook. Plus, they off field. the hook, but this is a, this is a very bad turn of events for prosecuting this shit and our judiciary needs to reach down into them velvety black robes and find some blue fucking balls to clang together because they are the last line of defense of our democracy and you know this shit show has to be stopped and it has to be stopped in no uncertain terms with the precedent set by the law books after the Civil War mm-hmm. and the third clause of the 14th Amendment that we're all going to now know way too much about in the coming months mm-hmm. that says seditionists cannot hold positions in the government because, excuse me, duh. Right. It's, that's in the Constitution, right? I guess the Constitutionalists should abide by this You would think. And... Refuse themselves from power. Trump's stated goals during his campaign were to get rid of this constitution. Mm. It was, again, always saying the quiet part out loud as if somehow that gives you permission to do it. All we need is the Second Amendment. Everyone has a gun, solves everything. But I have all the guns. And if you shoot anyone, that I disagree with will congratulate you. If you shoot anyone I I like, I will murder you. This is America. Wild West. <laughs> I think he's mistaken. He's got a little geographical aphasia because that's Moscow. Yeah, I know. Hootie's little the United laptop. States of Russian Federation. Yeah. Come on into America where you can't have health insurance, but you're sure as hell having that rape, baby. Blue wave, people. That is the only chance America has. That we not only keep the Congress and the House, that we improve our margins by 10 to 15 percent. That is what must happen if democracy is going to survive in America. Or else in 20 years you're going to be overrun by rape babies. Because they're going to be pissed off and raised by a bunch of left-leaning radicals. In 20 years, I'm going to be old enough that life in prison is not going to be that much of a big deal. And they are going to be very sad. Wait, you're safe from all this? That fork in the eye 
it could be coming for a lot of people. Because, mm. you know, I have examined my contract with the universe, mm. my karma, if you will, my Akashic records, however you want to express those philosophical concepts as we assail the ivory tower for a moment. And I mean, it's very clear no murder was like the most important rule that I wrote down. So, you know, I must have kicked some shit in the old days for my soul to decide your most important rule throughout this life. Don't kill anyone. It's going to be no murders, Jen. No murder. Okay. And I get it. And I have thus far restrained from lethal force. Mm Just barely, on some occasions, but, but I have. You survive a fork I in the have eye. Made, but you can stab a bitch in the eye with a fork and they will live. Mm-hmm. And I have looked in the fine print and there's nothing in there about stabbing a bitch in the eye with a fork. No. So I'm, I might have found a karmic loophole. You might have. If it is a justified. There'll be a bunch of one eyed right wing fuckos. I'll tell you what. I'm going to label that the name of this episode. Who's that? Yes. Isn't there some right wing kook that has an eye patch? There is. (laughs) I'm sure there is. His fashion line. His fashion line is going to be big. And Crenshaw. Once I let it out of one eyed wheelchair. Y'all better hope I don't have to. Better get your shit together. Look out! I'll tell you what. You know they never see it coming. It's just look at me. We can't see you on this podcast. I'm so helpless and adorable. (laughs) You are. Yes, you'll have to take someone's word on that. Okay. (laughs) Not to mention Master of Disguise. Invisibility tricks, anyone? What's the last word, B-Dog? What is the last word? What's the last word? I'm still hopeful. After all I've seen and done and looked in history, I have seen far worse, far more divisive times. No matter what these media people say, I don't feel as divided. Because on an emotional level and a human level, you can reach people that you disagree with. And there's been a time where we had disagreements, but we're civilized and we got along because we had the same goal of having a peaceful outcome of having a peaceful living situation in our country and in our day-to-day activities. And most Americans want that. Yes. The tensions we have are that it might unravel and become violent on all sides. Just like they're doing the the strategic, we look at the nuclear, what happens very quickly, nuclear war and it planet all annihilation. Goes to the shit. same thing happens in these moments now and that's why people are so fraught with fear and anxiety. Because right. if somebody comes over and does something and we have to react, it's just going to be a pissing contest until we're all covered. In radioactive in- fallout. Yeah. Like this. Yes. Well. <laughs> so I'm hopeful that that won't happen because ultimately no one really wants that to happen but a very few, very few people. And those people need to be held down and drugged. And pissed on. Good measure. Well, you know, if they're into that. (laughs) They are. So, maybe psychopaths shouldn't have nuclear weapons. On that note, piss off! Or piss off.